0: Since Arthur was a little kid, his mom has always been sick. As the only one around, he had to help her with everything from cooking, showering, and everything in between. And she compliments him for being such a good kid who never complains and has a smile on his face at all times. He's going to be such a good person, she tells him. He should always try to be happy and smile his way through the world, even when the world is unkind, she tells him. And therefore, he adopts this as his core identity, the good guy. Even when people are rude, even when everything goes wildly against his needs, he never expresses frustration or puts people at their place he just laughs and accepts it but so much frustration accumulates inside him that at some point he just breaks and he paints his face and gets a gun and he goes around killing everybody yes yes this is the story of the joker from the batman trilogy but i think the 2019 film Showing much more of his background made him a lot more relatable to a lot of people. And I think it's because a lot of us are, even if not as extreme, we all try to be good and um, make people happy and smile, even if we're not having a good day or even if we're angry and we just try to let things slide. And um, this has a huge effect on our quality of life, our health, and the things that we are able to accomplish, and the quality of our lives. Most of us suppress and we deny our needs for the sake of appearing good and making people happy. This is not something we're born with, even if kids are inherently good and innocent They don't try to showcase their goodness they own their wholeness they are curious playful and then when they're hurt they just cry somebody took their toy and then they're angry but then they don't hold on to it they ask for what they want even when it's just the next toy they say what they think and they embrace how they feel at every moment how they feel, it just is. There is no judgment attached to it. But already by the age of five or six, we learned that some parts of us are shameful. Anger, for example, is never to be shown or it's not a good thing to be shown. And jealousy, oh, jealousy. You should, you should never admit to feeling jealousy, even to yourself. Oh, happiness? Happiness is good. You should always smile and we like happy people. And that is your goal at the end. We're told you should be a good little girl or a good little boy. And then just like that, for the sake of approval and fitting in, we comply and we turn into adults that are people pleasers, afraid to speak up and stand up to unfairness. This is what the psychologist Carl Jung called our shadow self. The parts of us that we deny and repress into our subconscious that still dictate how we live and keep us from living the kinds of lives that we desire. In reality, every trait can be good or bad, and we need to access every emotion. For example, anger is a sign that you feel that you're in an unfair situation. It's an internal guide to regulate and instead of feeling it and solving the unfairness, if we suppress it, we might blow up at at a very unfortunate moment or at the wrong person or in a disproportionate manner. People who are screaming at everyone all the time are not so because they are in touch with their feelings. They are compelled to do this because they have suppressed so much frustration and they feel like they cannot control their anger. It can also make you sick if you keep emotions in you for a long time, especially like the the negative ones like trauma and anger and frustration, despair and things like that. Like Woody Allen said, I never get angry, I just grow a tumor. Another example is greed is not good. We know this, but if we have none of it, we can't ask to be paid for our work or have any property or belongings because you would just give everything away. On the other hand, to the extreme, with too much greed, you'll be selfish and Take things from others that you don't deserve and be unable to build loving relationships. Aggression in the wrong place is bad. But if you're about to be robbed or a crazy person approaches you in the street, a little aggression can actually scare them away. Or even if you look like you can get aggressive or scream, that can keep you safe. Bullying also applies in adult lives. There are just some people who like to pick and degrade people and they usually target people who they think won't do anything about it. As they say, if you can be dangerous, usually you don't have to be. This is what they teach in martial arts. It's more than learning to defend yourself. It's building a good posture, standing with your head high and gracefully and treating others with respect and still being able to handle mistreatment in a correct way, which can make you look confident. Martial artists are never aggressive and they almost never need to be. What I'm saying is you need to be able to access your quote-unquote bad traits because You are human, and we are all complex creatures and have evil characteristics as much as heavenly ones. This is in our nature and has helped us survive over the centuries. The true measure of a moral person is not being unable to be bad, but being able to be angry and still communicating calmly. Being able to lie, for example, and still choosing to be an honest person. And being able to say no confidently and directly, and still choosing to say yes because you really want to. Another thing that is most repressed aside from anger and aggression is sexuality. Intimacy is a taboo topic in most countries, some more than others for sure. Still... Some people find a way to have a healthy expression through healthy relationships and really useful online resources that we have in abundance nowadays that are also fair to everyone. When sexuality is repressed, it leads to uncontrolled promiscuity, constant need to prove desirability and feeling like being desired is the only way to gain personal worth or alcohol-induced, irresponsible acts of intimacy. You can know if you have healthy or uh, unhealthy sexuality by questioning if you or your impulses are in control. Another way to identify your shadow selves is to pay attention to when you're triggered what and when are you feeling strong emotions towards what somebody is doing for example if you're triggered by someone who talks too much or too loudly you can ask yourself if you feel like you can't be assertive or communicative Or if you feel like the only way to be accepted and to be decent is by keeping quiet or having your volume down. People who are comfortable expressing their emotions or ideas and listening wouldn't have strong emotions towards this or feel triggered even if they see it unacceptable for the setting if you feel bitter or resentful or constantly feel taken advantage of. Most people who are people pleasers feel this because they're constantly giving and not allowing their needs to be known. So after a point, they grow resentful and project into other people all the blame. Ask yourself if you're also sometimes choosing to fulfill others' needs without considering your own or even over your own. Practice checking on yourself often, what you need and what you can afford to give, whether it's resources, time, energy, and learn to say no comfortably and lovingly. Most people are also terrified of conflict. There's the good kind of conflict, disagreement a misunderstanding that is healthy and important talk about. The bad kind of conflict is when you don't see something for a long time and there is so much resentment that it's just war time now. That is not what I'm talking about. Before it gets there, it's important to always discuss and deal with even little disagreements or differences in opinion. People who were punished as children for disagreeing are especially afraid of even the good kind of conflict and they just flee at the first sight of it because they were raised to obey and disagreeing with parental figures might as well have been a crime. This is internalized and they convince themselves to be someone flexible and not problematic and agrees with whatever is said, leading to dishonesty and going behind people's backs to assert themselves. You sometimes see people who couldn't say, no, I'm not ready to be in a relationship right now, but instead they just agree for a fear of losing the person they liked and later on they're so uncomfortable and then they cannot communicate and then they cheat or they agree to too many things they don't really want move in a pace they're not really comfortable with and against too much they still cannot communicate that so they just disappear it is a very important skill in life to be able to disagree in a civilized way And to assert your thoughts and hear other people's thoughts without having anything against them for disagreeing. And believing that healthy people wouldn't also hold it against you for saying what you want or what you believe at the moment. And sometimes maybe we all do this at some degree. We set a goal and we start seeing progress that it's coming into fruition. Whether it's a new YouTube channel that is getting more views now or a relationship with the ideal person and then boom you start sabotaging it we haven't made a video in months and we're always tired apparently or if it's a healthy relationship all of the sudden we can't stop starting fights or out of nowhere we feel our freedom compromised and this could be because of the Believe that pursuing your passion or having a certain amount of success means that you'll be liked less, or you have less friends, or people relate to you less, or you're not deserving. Sometimes we see our parents fight too much, or we see people around us having a terrible time in relationships, and we associate this with the belief that too much closeness in relationships is a bad thing. Or maybe it's your own experience. If you've been cheated on in the past, you haven't worked to feel the pain and learn to trust again, and instead you just repressed the feelings, you'll sabotage your next relationships, or you'll have a really hard time trusting. Whenever you find yourself running in loops, not being able to do the things you know you need to do, it's important to ask yourself, what kinds of beliefs or emotional associations do you have with what you're trying to do? And if your beliefs are encouraging excitement for it or fear, because your subconscious mind is wired to seek pleasure and avoid pain. So it will be very hard to do the things that you subconsciously believe will be the sources of pain at some point in the future, if not immediately. As Jung believed, the greatest trait to human civilization is our inability to understand ourselves and our inherent destructiveness. I'll leave you with a quote from Carl Jung's book, Visions, read by an impressively good AI. When one tries desperately to be good and wonderful and perfect, then all the more the shadow develops a definite will to be black and evil and destructive. People cannot see that. They are always striving to be marvelous. And then they discover that terrible, destructive things happen which they cannot understand, and they either deny that such facts have anything to do with them. Or if they admit them, they take them for natural afflictions or they try to minimize them and to shift the responsibility elsewhere. The fact is that if one tries beyond one's capacity to be perfect, the shadow descends into hell and becomes the devil. My name is Nia and this has been Musnos Before You Die.